Welcome once again to the Contender of the Faith broadcast where we oppose unbiblical sayings and societal norms, the things that society has made to be normal. We go against it with the Word of God. As from Jude 1 and 3, we thank the Lord for you tuning in. I'm your host, Robert Jones, and we are excited about today's topic and what we're going to talk about. Before we do that, let's have a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you, we love you, we appreciate you, Father, for your glory, your power, and your anointing, Lord Jesus, on this day, this Saturday, June, or July the 8th. We love you, Father, on today. We love you so much, Father. You're so good to us. We ask you, Lord, that you will touch each and every person that's listening on today. That you will give them what they need. We come against the spirit of oppression and depression, the spirit of sickness and disease. We come against you right now. Come against the spirit of mind control. We come against the plans and plots of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let your spirit dwell heavily upon them right now. Let deliverance come, Lord Jesus. Let healing come where it needs to go in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let unforgiveness come right now. In the name of Jesus. We speak unforgiveness. We speak to unforgiveness right now. You got to go. In the name of Jesus. You come up and out. In the name of Jesus. Unforgiveness. You go right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus. We forgive. We forgive. We give it all to you on today Lord. We can't hold it anymore. We don't want it anymore Lord Jesus. Have your way. On today Lord. We so love you Lord. You're so worthy to be praised. We, You're so good to us, Lord. We just ask you, Lord, that you would do these things right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord for you. You know, whenever I pray, it's, you know, you pray according to what you feel in your spirit. And so many times when you pray, you think you're going to pray about something. And then when you get to start praying, then you pray about other things I hope and <laughs> pray that this message this topic finds you in good health and peaceful peaceable spirit amen and that you are excited and moving on and doing the will and the work of the Lord on today I'm just humbled to be able to speak to you amen what, about what God is doing for those that desire to call in for our Sunday service our Sunday live call in it goes on every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time that number is 720-820-1583 we've, given, we've gotten testimonies of people who couldn't go to church because they scheduled because their schedule was working for Sundays that's one of the reasons why too we wanted to do a call in because I remember my days of having to work where uh, on the Sundays where I couldn't uh, get to church and so you know sometimes you can get the message through a broadcast or something and but nothing like um, hearing the word of God many people say they put the, the earplugs in the ear while they're working or while they're doing different things so it, it's a help I believe it helps out in fact I know it does thank the Lord for you and today we're gonna go right into this we're gonna do we're gonna start a series dealing with the uh, the immunity how to protect ourselves from the enemy to be immune to to do greater and better things for the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. To be excited. Unfortunately, there's a spirit in the land where many people, many believers are oppressed and depressed and suppressed. <laughs> many people are dealing with issues and problems because of hopelessness and things that they have seen and witnessed and experienced because of that uh, person that we deem to be um, informed. Or they were a believer for X amount of years, or they left the Lord, or you know the Bible talk about before you come back, it's gonna be a great falling away. And we hear and we see so many people who we thought that were, uh, you know, so we deem, unfortunately, we deem them to be something 
more than they uh, more than we should have uh, uh, placed them. We shouldn't have put them on such a high pedestal. Uh, but many uh, people are gonna fall away, um, and you know some people get offended about that because it's like, well, you know, if you're a believer, then how can you fall away? Pro easy, uh, suffering privately. Going through things and not letting no one know, and you know, wanting to be something you're not, pretending that everything's all right, holy, holy, walking in a fakeness instead of just saying, Could you pray for me? This is what I'm dealing with. We all need each other. I have people that I can call and I could talk to, to them about anything that I'm going through, and I know that they will be able to pray for me. Amen. You should have somebody around you that no matter what, you should be able to call them and let them know what you're dealing with. Amen. So they can pray for you. So we're going to go right in. Dealing with the full immunity. to How to protect ourselves from the enemy. But it's going to it's gonna fall under the full immunity from spiritual attacks. We're going to try to make this a series and go into different things in the Bible. Talk about different things in the Bible you can do to protect yourself. Amen. The word immunity, it means protection, exemption from something an obligation or penalty or penalty from to be to have uh, freedom or to be released you're immune growing up as a kid I can remember having to get a, a shot because of the risk of uh, chicken pops uh, chicken pox that is P-O-X excuse my southern vernacular chicken pox of the flu and later on I learned that the shot was that the, the shot that I took unfortunately later on I learned that it contained the very virus that I was trying to be immune from but of course they say it was inactive by having this protection or armor the virus couldn't have an effect on me because I was considered what immune the word of God is immunity from the attacks of Satan. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to through 17 goes into great detail. Actually 10 to 20 but we're going to go so far. I think we're going to get to 17. We may get to the 18 verse. But it goes into great detail concerning stopping spiritual attacks. Stopping spiritual attacks. Let me just start out saying, firstly, that a man is a tripart being. We have three parts to us. We have a body. We have a soul. And we have a spirit. Inside of man, when, when man accepts the Lord Jesus Christ, his spirit is immediately ascended into heavenly places. And we have accessibility to the things of God but there's still the spirit there's still the soul in the body Ephesians I mean I'm sorry 1st Thessalonians 5 and 23 says and the very God of peace sanctify you holy and I pray God your whole spirit see and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ so you have that body and that soul and inside of that soul part there is the mind the will and the emotions so we have to know that when we uh, accept the Lord Jesus Christ let's go to Ephesians 2 and 6 right quick and it says and had raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so there you go so we are now connected to the things of God when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, you 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 make an outward uh, uh, proclamation, and your spirit is able to ascend into the heavenly places and to be able to speak and to be able to uh, go and speak with to 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 the Lord. Pretty much, um, we speak in tongues. We allow the Lord to have His way in our lives. But the spirit's supposed to be. Uh, in dominion, I have dominion over the body and the soul. 
some of the issues we battle, some of the issues why we can't fight things, and the issues we have with different types of sins is because we have not allowed the spirit to have dominion over the body and the soul. And that's where a lot of the the, the, um, the issues come in. But now because our spirit is connected and protected in Christ Jesus, we still have, of course, like I said, the body and the soul. So we put on the armor of God to ensure our physical bodies are protected. Let me repeat that. We put on literally the armor of God to continue to keep our spirits in heavenly places because your spirit can be hindered. Your spirit can be hindered because your body and your soul is attacked. That's why you see a lot of people who, um, I see a lot of people, I hate to use the word a lot, but many believers, you will see them in operation in the things of God. And they preaching and they ministering and they on fire for God and you will see them be able to heal and deliver, touch people, but then they, they but they themselves and their personhood, the personhood of them, get attacks, get attacked because why? Because something's going on in their spirit. I mean, something going on in their soul and their body. Amen. I hope you get me. Something's going on in their soul and their body. So. We put on this armor to protect the soul and the body and to ensure that the spirit of God, the spirit that's in us, is connected and stays connected to the things of God. Amen? So many attacks that happen in our souls and bodies come from the spiritual realm. Nothing can successfully happen in the earth realm, realm unless it first gets approval from the spiritual realm and I'm talking about the approval it's from Christ so today we're going to deal with and we're going to learn about our dominion in the spiritual world beginning in chapter 6 of Ephesians verses 16 uh I'm sorry. Yeah, verses six. I mean, verses uh, ten <laughs> through seventeen. I believe that is. But let me just say before we go on that if you don't know what your authority is in the things of Christ Jesus, then you won't. You wouldn't. Or you won't know how to fight. We're dealing with how to protect ourselves from the enemy. Immediately, many times. When I'm ministering, um, the enemy, and you could attest to that if you're a minister of the gospel, the enemy try to attack your mind. Because he don't want you to get the word of God out. That's why many times when I'm listening to other ministers minister preach, I'm listening for the spiritual side of what they're saying. Because many, cause, um, lots of times... Uh, we listen to the physicality of the person, the verbiage, the enunciation, the uh, vernacular of the person. And we determine if they know what they're saying. But learn how to get past what the person is saying and listen to their spirit. Because see, the enemy will certainly try to attack you in your mind as you minister in the word of God. That's what he love to do starting off at the 10th verse starting off at the 10th verse Ephesians 6 and 10 it said finally finally my brethren and sister be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might be strong in the Lord this phrase is descriptive Many people are strong in various areas of their lives. Um, the first is physically strong. There are many challenges man will place himself through to show his abilities. Uh, people that are strong with emotions. Um, a person who pride themselves in their ability not to crack under pressure. That's a form of strength. To show no emotions when everyone else is going through. Everyone else is crying and this person is smiling. This person has 
what everyone else is going through has no effect on them because they need to prove to the world, prove to themselves that they are stronger than everyone else. This Pauline writing says, place your strength in the Lord. Paul was saying in this writing to place your strength in the Lord and his abilities, his protection, trust in him. Not only, not only in uh, what you think you know. Many times we get caught up in what we think we know. And that helps out. It helps out to, to know something. But trust in Him. Trust in Him and the source of His might in other words know know that he is the source Jesus Christ is the source God is the source trust in his might and his force and who he is amen and it goes on to say in the 11th verse Ephesians 6 and 11 it says put on the whole armor of God the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. My God. This is where many believers miss it. This is where many believers miss it. This verse is very powerful. It's a very powerful look into the physical slash spiritual garment that we must actually put on. This is not this verbiage that we are saying some people put it on I actually put it on I know other ministers in deliverance put it on you should try to put it on put it on actually put the armor on as you read from 6 as at Ephesians 10 to 17 I believe you should actually put it on and it actually works it's a proven fact that putting it on literally that it works not just confessing this out of your mouth but what putting it on we have to not lose focus so so we don't want to lose focus that we are on a spiritual planet that has physical attributes many times we will lose focus or you know we we will miss that physical attributes the mountains the mountains the waters the the things that we enjoy on earth has been placed here through our creator god but through his word so we living really in a spiritual realm as we are in the physical realm because the things that we see mountains the sky the elements in the sky and and fruits and vegetables and plants those things were spoken into existence if you read in the book of Genesis. So we literally have to put on this garment. So we will be able to stand against the devil. For to stand means not to be moved. And it goes on in Ephesians 16 and 11. It says stand against the wiles of the devil. When I hear the word wiles I think about Wile E. Coyote on um, the... the um, the Looney Tunes show, I think it's called. Back in the day when we, when I was coming up. And so he would stop at nothing to capture the Roadrunner. Through tricks and deceptions. And literally he would chase him down. But of course to no avail. We should stand up against Satan. We should be able to stand up against him. That is our Christ appointed position to stand up against Satan the Lord didn't mince words he didn't bite his tongue he didn't slip he didn't uh, make a mistake the scripture is not at a loss on telling us how we're supposed to defeat Satan by standing up against him many times we get off track because things go on in our lives or the lives of the ones we love things happen tragic and those things will, to some people, 
uh, make you lose your faith or you will start to second guess what God may be doing or we would think actually let me just say this one of the biggest mistakes we make when a tragedy happens or something happens that does not line up with the word of God we will say God knows best or God knew why would we say God if God is constantly telling you he's a good God and who he is then how do we get confused or we get trapped up or caught up as to who he's not we don't want people to misjudge us if we tell a person we are not a liar we are not a thief we don't do this we don't do that and they constantly come to tell us or blame us for something we have not done we don't want to be around them but God gets you know he gets that where he knows or he has something to do with it when the scripture is simply saying explicitly saying that the Satan is over many of these things that we sometimes say God is responsible for Ephesians 6 and 12 and this is telling us how to defeat him Ephesians 6 and 12 I thank you for tuning in also Ephesians 6 and 12 says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places this verse begins by removing us from the earth realm with its issues and problems from our immediate physical situations and removes our looking at physical situations from a physical position let me say that again remove us from this scripture removes us from being in a physical place or removing us from the physicality of where we where we physically are I don't make I don't want to make this more deeper than it needs to be <laughs> yeah I don't even want to make it deep I just want to make it where it's understandable so in other words if you're in a physical place this scripture removes you from that physical place and have you look at it on a different angle I guess that's a better explanation it says we are not striving fighting or confronting the people we know and love and even the ones we may not know and love we're not fighting against them it's not against them your spouse is not the issue but the issue is the principalities or the principle of this world which is Satan he was given certain attributes he was given certain authorities when he uh, was kicked down he was given certain abilities you go back in the book of Matthew chapter 4 and you read uh, his abilities he had you will see we talked about this and so we we know he has some certain abilities that he have not talking about him and not dealing with who he is and his and, and, and his his mo and what he's able to do not talking about him does not fix hit fix the situation we're going through and make him run away that 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 don't help out um so it goes into say which what what is his powers that that he had was given while he was on earth you see and once we know that then we able to effectively defeat him so your spouse is not the issue but principalities are principles of this world which is Satan powers that are on powers that are on earth but yet have been tainted by the devil who is in control of certain leaders and position and power you have to know that there are certain leaders that the devil has authority over because they have given their lives over to him you know we, 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 we may miss that if you are a person a single person first of all that's not safe you become married or you get married or you're not safe you have kids and you're not safe. in other words you every step of your life you're not saved nothing changes if you become a leader a world leader you over nations of people and you haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ well many times if you majority of the time if you are not uh, you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior 
at any time Satan desires. He can infiltrate your life. And you can put people in a place that, 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 that will go against the will of God. Of course, God will be victorious. But if I'm speaking to someone on this broadcast and you are in great position and power. And you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. You are putting every person that's under your authority in a horrible place. Because when Satan comes to communicate to you. Because he has accessibility. Because you haven't you know, given your life over. Then now everyone who's under you gets the brunt of the issue or whatever the problem is that you're dealing with or whatever you want to you know uh, usurp your authority over there are demonic entities that rule over and control the darkness that exists we still in Ephesians 6 and 12 there are demonic activities entities that rule over and control the darkness that exists in this world where there is murders and crimes and no desire to follow God territorial spirits that rule region that's in Matthew 8 and 28 through 34th verse it goes on to say in Ephesians 6 and 12 that wickedness is that wickedness let me get this right because I want to because this is important it goes on to say that wickedness is past our physical abilities wickedness is past our physical abilities you know when I'm ministering this before I start ministering this what I do is I study this stuff read this scriptures and I let the Lord speak and I write it and type it down Type it, and and so, I I when 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 you hear me pausing because I'm reading what I wrote many times, and 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 I, and I need to I want and I, I want to see it, making sure that I'm reading it right, and proofreading it before I actually go on the air. But you know, hey, I'm just letting you know what happens. <laughs> but wickedness goes past our physical abilities. Wickedness exists at the top. Many are seeking to go. Wickedness exists at the very top that many people are seeking to go. But there is a way to stay immune. Many believers are seeking to get to the top. Many believers are seeking to get, you know, where we need to go. Be the head, not the tail. But you got to understand that at that top, there are principalities and powers that you have to be aware of. That's why you see a lot of times when you gospel singers and people that are believers and they get to that place and then you wonder why they're not accessible because there's a level of wickedness. There's a, you know, people, people tell me, I've read that when people climb a mountain, you have to be in such great shape because the higher the mountain is, the thinner the air is. And there are some spiritual principles that exists in the in this realm in this earth realm um above this earth realm that you have to be aware of to be able to defeat the enemy you have to put on your armor to be able to defeat the enemy you have to know what's around you to be able to defeat the enemy your discernment has to be on autopilot amen let's go on let's move on ephesians 6 and 13 it says wherefore take unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand an evil day and having done all to stand of having done all to stand because he has the ability because Satan has the ability to deal in human matters physically and spiritually we were given a weapon from our father and isn't that wonderful because Satan has an ability to deal with the physical realm and the spiritual realm of man, we were given a weapon from our Father to defeat Satan. See, which means it is available. Take means it is available. It, it, it starts out, it says take, meaning this is available. This is available to you. 
He wants you to have it. God wants us to have it. Our Father wants us to be able to defeat Satan. God wants you to have it. Just say that. Say, God wants me to defeat Satan in my life and in the lives of the ones I love and the lives of people around me. And that's the whole arm of God. Not the parts we deem important. And where does it come from? I just want to go into that. Where does it come from? It comes from God. You can't get, you, you can't get this weapon anywhere else. You can't get it anywhere but God. When you really take it and use it, it will be able to stand in that evil day. Being prepared for the enemy before he comes. That's important too. To be prepared for the enemy before he comes. And when he comes, you are standing. Standing firm. No flinching is in you. You're bold. And when you get tired, don't run. Continue to stand your ground against Satan. We were taught, at least I was taught, you put the devil so big and God so big and us so small but when we in heavenly places in Christ Jesus we as big as God because we have the spirit of God inside of us and he wants us to defeat Satan because when Jesus came on earth physically so when he lived on earth physically so in the body of a human uh, in, in, in a human form he defeated him. And he wants us to defeat him also. Amen. The, the, God wants us to defeat Satan. Don't you let the devil make you believe that things are going on in your life and God is allowing these things. You want to be certain. You want to get a second approval. You want me a, a second opinion, a first opinion. You want to know that this is God's will. Too many times things are happening to believers and saints of God around the world. And we're saying that God is allowing this thing to happen. God is doing this. God is doing... I mean, imagine how would that look? How would that... How, how would that look? See, we got to look at this a little bit more deeper. If you have kids... If you have kids... And your kids know you. And they've been knowing you. They've been knowing you longer than you've been knowing them. And they know who you are and how you operate and your attributes and the, the things that, you know, your, your makeup. And they'll come to a conclusion that, hey, my father and my mother are good people. Okay. And then one day something happens to them. And when it happens, some kind of way they get the belief that, oh, my mom or my dad did this. You see, they come home from work one day and their house is broken into it. And they say, oh, that seems like something my mom or my dad would do. Or something will happen to them physically. And they say, well, that's something I think my mom or my dad would do. That's something that I think my parents would do something like this. I get in a car accident. Oh, I believe, I, I think my dad did that because I was talking to him back. Or I think he did that because he was trying to show something to me. In other words, when you understand who your father is, because we don't have all of us, some of us maybe, the ones that's deep, may have a conversation when you sit down with God and he goes through this whole uh, situation of life with you but the ones that don't are the ones who you know some, you get a word of knowledge the Lord speak to you and get something in your, put something in your spirit but also in addition to that his word speaks and when you read his word and then the Lord speaks and talk to you about different things and you see who he is how do you come to the conclusion that the damage that has been going on in your life and in the lives of your loved one is from him that's the name of this broadcast. The Lord put this in my spirit. And I believe he born this through me to deal with. I remember the Lord telling me. To create a broadcast or deal with something. Deal with the issues of how people see me. I need people to see me differently. I don't want them to blame me. My God. For things that I didn't do. 
Stop blaming God for stuff he didn't do. Because it's normal. You know why that happens? Because we can't understand things. So we blame him. It's the easiest thing to do. I just rather blame God. My mom died premature. I just blame God. My son died premature. I just blame God. My wife died. My 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 dad my, my husband died. My this person died. This person that this happened. I just blame God. But did God specifically tell you? You know, grief comes and talks. You know, grief is reasonable. My God, I'm getting into something else now. Grief is reasonable. Grief will tell you what you need to hear to be all right. But grief don't come from God. Grief is understandable. Grief will come and tell you, you know, that thing that happened. Yeah, that was me. Grief will sound like God. Because it has to uh, do that. My God. I hope you I hope you hear me. Let me keep moving. Ephesians 6 and 14. Stand therefore. Stand therefore. Having your loins girt about with truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Don't run. Stand there. Having nothing blocking you from fighting. Stand there. Don't run. Don't have nothing blocking you from fighting. Back in those days, men would wear a tunic. It's like a dress. It looks pretty much like a dress. And if they were fighting, they would gather up this dress-like garment around their waist. And they would gather it up as as you would as a woman would do a dress they, they would gather it up and hold it on both sides and they would take the part they had and put it between their legs and then put it to the back of them and tie it off so when they go into battle they wouldn't trip on the long uh, uh, skirt part of it you see so when you're ready to battle you don't want anything that's tripping you up because you're ready to fight. I think about growing up. I grew up, grew up around, you know, inner city and in, in, in you know, areas where you would see fights. You would see people fight, and girls would take off their earrings and their shoes, and dudes would take off their shirt, and and you know why? Because they're about to fight. How much more us, as believers, you're about to fight. You're fighting. You're not about to fight. You're fighting every single day of your life. You can't fight in slippers. You can't fight with high heel shoes on. You can't fight with earrings on. You can't fight with. And and I was working years ago. I was working at a place, and and this girl was from New York, and she was telling me back where she come from, they the girls used to fight, and they used to put Vaseline on their face, and on their body. So when the girl tried to grab them, they couldn't touch them because the Vaseline wouldn't allow. How much more? All around us, we have. Uh, throughout the world these people have different ways they fight but how much more how much more to fight for Christ what about battling Satan how are you going to defeat him the Lord is giving you how to do it and it says they would take their tunic and they would tie it up so they are ready to fight so as you're preparing to defeat the enemy, you're settled in knowing that God's word is true and will deliver you no matter what you're facing. Now I'll put on the breastplate of righteousness, he says in Ephesians 6 and 14. Now you put on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate protects your vital organs, your heart, your lungs, your stomach. What's ironic is many believers are targeted in these areas by Satan. Many people have attacks that go on in these regions, in these areas. We have to get to the place as believers that when you get attacked, you attack back. And before you get attacked, you stay on attack. There are missiles that are designed. There are missiles throughout this country in different parts of the world that they are always looking and they have radar to see who's sending something. They're not going to wait to... They're going to launch a missile... Wherever you, to these, the, in these advanced countries that's protecting their homeland, you launch a missile, they're going to launch one back way before you get to their land. They're not going to wait to see 
one mile in you know to see if you really going to do what you're going to do the minute that missile launches they have calculations designed to know the trajectory to find out exactly when and where that missile is going to launch when satan is going to launch an attack on you or he have launched an attack on you you have to already be ready to know his trajectory amen your right standing with christ allows you to wear this armor without any thoughts of the garment filling think of the the police officer that puts on the bulletproof vest with the hopes it stops the bullet how much more of you as a believer that put that that police officer put on that vest and believing that it's going to stop it's going to stop any attack that he gets he believed that it's going to stop any attack a knife a bullet do you think they try those vests out those vests out and and, and see if they really are a uh, 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 bulletproof they may but many times they may not they just put them on and go to work let's move on Ephesians 6 and 15 in your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace this is another spiritual reference being ready to travel physically so moving where God is calling you to go but you're still spiritually so protected the word shod means to put on your shoes pretty much to be ready have something on your feet make sure you're prepared to minister the gospel to all the gospel brings peace in the midst and it also has an ability to bring great conviction upon the hearers but you want to be prepared when you're having your, sheet, your feet shod with the preparation of gospel of peace, you are prepared to deliver the word of God no matter where you are. That's a, that is a spiritual, that's a part of the armor. To be able to deliver the word of God no matter where you are. And knowing that you will be protected. Amen. 16 verse. It says above all, Ephesians 6 and 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery dust of the wicked most importantly most importantly take take and put on the shield of faith a shield protects in guards when the enemy strikes fate stands in the way let me say that again when the enemy strikes fate stands in the way when when we get attacked with a pain out of nowhere someone attacks our character stop and check your fate stop and check your fate shield is it on did you put it down after victory was you doing like the football players do was you doing like the football players the, the and and the, the the most of the time you see in the football the football uh, players they they do a touch they they score a touchdown and they start dancing and and celebrating the, because you defeated the enemy or because you had a breakthrough you see did you stop to did, did you put down the armor did did you put down your shield many times we spend so much time shouting and jumping and running till we stop fighting. Nothing's wrong with a celebration, but make it quick. When when you see the people playing in sports and football and they're doing a touchdown, unless the game is over, and the game is not going to be over till we leave Earth. So why are we celebrating and shouting so much? And nothing's wrong with it because it, re, it, re, it, re, it restores, it revives. But after you shout, and even while you shouting, you need to be looking what your fate you shield on. You need to be looking, seeing where the enemy's at. Amen. My God. My God. We are able to continue standing and put out the fires. To put out some fires, right? No. All the fires. The Bible said all the fires from the enemy's darts the importance of this shield is to guard against sickness the enemy sins oppressions depressions and any type of attacks that are fate-based attacks there are they are attacks that attack your fate 
They are designed to take away your faith. That's what we deal with. Opposer. We, we, we deal with the contender of the faith. We oppose unbiblical sayings and societal norms that attack your faith. So when an enemy is sending a dart out, out at you, it's to attack your faith, your belief system. You trust and believe in somebody. You've been married for X amount of years. and You, you, was, you believe in being faithful. And your wife was faithful. Your husband was faithful. And you find out they wasn't as faithful as you. That's to attack your faith. Things go on around you to attack your faith. People say all man of evil against you to attack your faith. You've been holding on and waiting on the Lord to do something. And it didn't happen like you thought to attack your faith. Amen. Last scripture. Last last scripture. I gotta go. I gotta go. Last scripture. We're running out of time. Ephesians 6 and 17. Ephesians 6 and 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Take on the headgear. The helmet. The headgear that you wear, the helmet you wear, represent who you belong to. Think about football again. You see the guy wearing the the, the helmet with the the fleur de lis on it. You know he played for the Saints, and on that helmet, sometimes they have a, a number to let you identify the player. Ba- baseball has a, does it too. Baseball has a a, a number on it, a, a, a logo. See, uh, whatever activity that, you know, that distinguishes you and the team you're on. Wear the team helmet, which is your salvation. Wear your salvation. Your salvation should be seen spiritually. Your salvation should be seen spiritually as well as physically. But mostly spiritual because that's where it matters the most. Being seen, saved physically with the little attributes that look saved, you know, wearing this and doing that and saying this. It's bigger than that. You need to be saved spiritually. Amen. The enemy should be able to just look at you and know you belong to Christ. You are set apart. The sword, which is the protector. The sword is the protector. Without a sword, a sword, the fighter would have to depend on another fighter to help him. Without a sword, the fighter would have to depend on another fighter to help him. That really what goes on sometime in the body of Christ. Many times you go through times where people don't want to read their Bible. They don't want to study for they, themselves. Now you have to share your sword with them and, 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 and teach them instead of them reading on their own. That, that, that can be damaging sometimes. Now if you're a new believer, I understand that. But if you've been saved for a number of years, you have to learn how to have your own sword. Amen? Wow. So you are set apart. The sword which is the protector. And and also the fighter. The fighter. Physically so. Now, now make this spiritual. I mean no. Make, make, let's go back in the times when they were fighting. And if and if you if you was a soldier and you were fighting and you forgot your sword. You liable. You probably. You most likely going to get killed. You, you, you're most likely going to get killed. If you don't have your sword on the battle. And then you want. Now you know they could form a circle around you. And try to protect you. But 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 your chances of survival. Are not as, as not as great if you have your own sword. Have your sword people of God. Make sure you have your Bible with you. Physically. Make sure you bring your Bible with you. If you go to work make, get a small one. You want to have your sword with you. You never know. Amen. This is physical but spiritual. Yeah, you can have it in your phone, but but I, I believe in having one of your one of actual Bibles sometime. Amen. So you are set apart. Know that you're set apart. Be set apart. Amen. The Bible, the Word of God, must be utilized throughout our lives for the rest of our lives. Nothing should be able to turn you from following God. Nothing should be able to turn you from following. Our God. Amen. Nothing. How to be immune. How to protect yourself from the enemy. Full immunity. From the enemy. To know that God. Great is he that's in you. Than he that's in the world. Lord Jesus we thank you. We appreciate you Father for your word.
We ask your Lord that you bless each and every person on today. That you would do something special in their lives. Hallelujah. That you would give them what they need on today, Lord. That you would send deliverance right now where they are, Lord. And that we literally will put on the armor in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That we will put on the armor and we will keep it on. We will, go, we will come against the enemy through your word and through our armor in the name of Jesus. We come against every every attack every retaliation spirit everything that will try to get us off track we come against you in the name of jesus satan the lord jesus rebuke you have no authority in our lives we cast you out of our minds we cast you out of our wills we cast you out of our emotions in the name of jesus lord send on your glory your power in the name of jesus lord we thank you lord for it right now lord jesus Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We lift up our hands and our will to you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Cleanse us right now. Touch us where we are, Lord. Save us again, Lord Jesus. Revive us again, Lord. Deliver us, Lord Jesus. Set us free, Lord, in our minds. Oh, we thank you, Lord, right now, Lord. Oh, you're so worthy to be praised and honored. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And just quickly... This is a perfect example of what I do in the morning. In the morning, I get up out of the bed and I bend down and I literally put like I'm putting shoes up on my feet. And I say, I, I prepare this day. Pretty much I say, I, I, I put on my shoes, my shoes shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And I put them on and then I put on and I say, I, I put on the belt of truth. I gird myself up with the belt of truth. I'm just giving you a, a paraphrase of what I say. I put on my, um, uh, my my belt of truth. And then after that, I put on a helmet. No, I put on my breastplate. I, you know, my wife do it different, but I do mine this way. And I put on my breastplate of righteousness. And then I put on my helmet of salvation. And then I put on my sword of the spirit. I literally say this and then I action out like I'm actually putting it on. And then I put on a shield of faith. And after I put on all of that, then I put the blood of Jesus over me. And then I always say I'm ready for war. That's what I do. That's what I do. Maybe you will try it. The Lord bless you on today. The Lord keep you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.